behind the scenes at Score North and 1500 ESPN have sports opinions. So they want you to hear them. It's the perfect digital sports soapbox to scratch that Minnesota sports itch. This is the Score North Taxi Squad. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Score North Taxi Squad, available on scorenorth.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Score North YouTube channel, pretty much anywhere you get your podcast. Thankful that you are here joining us today. My name is Jason Stormer, along with the usual cabbies on duty. We got AJ Fredrickson and Artist Woods. I'm actually a little out of focus on camera really quick. Let me try to fix that. Okay, maybe that's a little bit better. Uh, guys, how you doing on this Thursday? We're recording on a Thursday. Um, I've got a whole lot to say about uh, Minnesota sports uh, this week. Not only did the Minnesota Vikings finally get their first win of the NFL season, but the Minnesota Twins... My beloved childhood Minnesota Twins finally broke an 18-game playoff losing streak and a 21-year playoff series um, streak as well. They finally, finally advanced. We're going to get into all that today, but I am just in a state of jubilation because of all this, guys. But I also uh, I have a pretty gnarly story to tell about Game 1 as well, but how are we feeling today? Feeling pretty good, man. Feeling good. Feeling refreshed. You know, um, I don't. The, the, your camera was just fine before. We I started. know. Yeah, I, I'm, the trick of, is, like, the so trick is, you can put your hand in front of it, and it'll focus on the hand really quick. And then, if I slowly take it away, it should come back. Move the but mic. It's not move the mic out of the picture. Move the mic out of the picture. Okay. And then try it again. Hello. Okay. You know what? I'm just gonna do this. Oh, this is tremendous. Oh, anyway, tremendous content, tremendous content from YouTube. In but, uh, 1080p. I'm, there we go. Hi, I'm guys. feeling I'm back. good as well. Um, you know, it's been a very whirlwind week. Small, small announcement for myself. I had to make it earlier, but I'm now a full-time member of uh, Score North. So I'm happy about that. But always, bravo, bravo. always a taxi yes. squad member yes. at heart. So I plan on going nowhere uh, as yes. long as the two gentlemen alongside me uh, don't want to kick me off for whatever reason. Never. Um, we could never. And plus, the vibes are great here in the Twin Cities. Twins advanced. They went not only their first playoff game in 18, almost 19 years. We were They were two days off from 19 years, but they go ahead and they close out the series. They're set to face the Houston Astros this weekend. First game set to go, um, I want to say Saturday. It should be Saturday. Yes. They mm-hmm. travel down to Houston. Um, I mean, we'll touch on that in a bit, but yeah, I feel great. This has been a fun week so far. And you got it a cool opportunity to actually work the game a little bit too through ESPN. Yeah, radio. yeah, it was very so you cool. Got to, yeah, it, it was uh, cool to kind of see that behind the scenes because you know, just like all of us, we've we've been behind the board so many times for for ESPN radio, MLB games, uh, NBA games, whatever it may be. Uh, I was able to kind of help out on the broadcast this time on site, and it was a very cool experience to kind of see you know the other the other end of things. Yeah, like I said, we, we got that text, and I was like, yo, that is dope. But again, congratulations. We talked about this off air, but if anybody deserves a promotion, it is this guy right here, AJ, because I would be terrible at my job without you'd him. You'd be fine. So I just, I just want to uh, assure you, you'd be just fine. Him. Yo, AJ, can you help me with this show? It's like, I got you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, yes, congratulations yes. to AJ. But shout out to the Twins, man. As somebody yeah. who does not watch a ton of baseball and i'm the first to admit i'm more so basketball and football than i am baseball but as somebody who is not much of a fan as kind of a casual just watching that was a special moment Mm -hmm. that was a special moment to see duran you know there throwing pitches he messed up his hand i don't know if it was a splinter or what it was at the end of that last thing i'm watching the game at work with grant 
and Granton's like, look, this is this is Minnesota sports. This is what happens to us, you know, thinking it's all going to go south. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just wide left, super high. And then out of nowhere, strike after strike after strike. I was like, wow, this is a, it's a special, man. I mean, I think playoff baseball might be some of the most exciting playoffs to watch, in all honesty. I didn't know you had the chance to watch that with Grant. Oh, knowing, yeah. We've had a gr- friend of the show. Friend of the show, oh, Grant Wangster. Great friend. Yes. But uh, that must have been, there. out of everybody I know, he must have been the most, like, pacing, walking around. He couldn't watch, but he could watch. Dude. He couldn't take his eyes off it. Just an insane person for, like, that full <laughs> nine innings. Um, yes. Especially, oh, my God, his heart beating through his chest when Duran came out. So um, that must have, like. <laughs> That must have been an insane experience for you. He, he, uh, oh, he, yeah. He was losing it. <laughs> yeah. No, um, we, me and Grant went to the to the game where they clinched the AL Central, and uh, Duran got into some trouble in the ninth inning there, gave up a couple runs, and he was he was, he was was pretty apprehensive then. But uh, Artis, I mean, we went to the Vikings game where they came back against the Colt with, Colts against, uh, with Grant, and... Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was intense. It was very fun. He was he, he's he's extremely fun, but man, he just loves Minnesota sports probably than all three of us combined. Grant's awesome. He can come on the show anytime uh, he wants. But yeah, guys, I mean, look, I've been a Twins fan since about like two thousand five, two thousand six. Um, really didn't get a sport into sports till I was like eleven or twelve. But that two thousand six Twins team hit me. When they lost in game two to the Oakland A's, I was so sad. I mean, they were down by several runs in like the sixth inning. I just decided to go in my backyard and hit my uh, wiffle ball and bat around. And I was crying and I was uh, singing, we're going to win, Twins. We're going to score. I just had no idea how to handle that moment. But I didn't think that more than half my life would go by at that point until I would see an actual singular Minnesota Twins victory in the playoffs. Uh, It was absolutely stunning, absolutely phenomenal. Um, Not to bring the room down at all, but I got just an awful story to tell about me actually trying to go to the uh, first game against the Blue Jays. Uh, Bought a ticket on the secondary market. Uh, never had an issue with this website. I'm not going to name names or anything whoa, like whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, why not? They deserve uh, to be uh, You know, I don't know. They maybe they want to be. Maybe, maybe, maybe they do. You're right. They de- they deserve to be crucified. Absolutely. But you know, maybe they want to be a future sponsor someday. You know, I'm not going to turn down. You know, that. I don't know. I don't, don't want to burn any bridges here. I already was really, really mad on Tuesday. I'm trying to take a very peaceful approach. You know. Uh, anyway, so I buy a ticket through the secondary market provider. Never had an issue with them. And normally they send your ticket like five or ten minutes after you confirm uh, your purchase because the ticket holder has to release it to StubHub and then StubHub has to send it to you. Well, it says in the fine print, all right, it might take an hour before you actually get your ticket. And I bought it at 2 p.m. The game was at 3.30. And I'm like, all right, whatever, no big deal. You know, it, it, it'll eventually get here. I've never had a problem. Uh, I drive to work because I was going to take the train. Still hadn't gotten the email. Got on the train. Still no email. Got all the way to Target Field. Still no email. First pitch happens. And now I'm pretty pissed. I go to the box office, see if they can help me out. And they inform me by looking up my confirmation number and everything that my ticket had already been scanned in. I was sold an already purchased ticket through this secondary market ticket provider. I asked what tickets were available. Nothing standing room only. The cheapest seat was 71 bucks. I'm not getting in for 71 bucks. I went home 
Very, very sad. And like the worst part about it, too, as I was about to go to the box office, that's when Royce Lewis hit the home run, his first home run. So the fireworks are going off and everything. And I'm just scrambling like, what am I? What is going on? I'm missing everything. And like I I had twin season tickets from like 2008 to 2014. The twins have always been my favorite team, the team I've invested the most of my time and effort in as a fan. And I wanted to be there so bad. And I got screwed over so hard. And anyway, that's 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 the story. The is, though, you have <sighs> more opportunities to go to games because they advanced. Yes, right? this is true. Although my my usual postseason rule for all my teams is that I like to save up any money that I do have to potentially go to a championship round. Mm-hmm. So I might like forego any Twins playoff games if it means I can save some money and go to a World Series game, which I know is really lofty, but that's the dream, right? A, not saying it's going to happen, but you know that breath. I'll tell you that. I, I know. Hey, the pitch is pretty good. But I mean, Pablo and Sonny with this one, two punch, bada bing, bada boom. This is the best pitching the twins have honestly had going in the postseason. It's been great. But yeah. But anyway, that was the negative part of it. It was still just euphoric. I went home, caught the rest of the game. Obviously, game two was just awesome. The entire crowd, the vibe at Target Field was just something that, again, I envy that I didn't get to be a part of because Target Field has never gotten to really feel that electricity and that kind of just just host that kind of environment it had those playoff games in 2010 but uh, the Yankees swept us in that series so to actually like finally christen target field with postseason success was just really meaningful to Twins fans and just to and just to break these gosh darn streaks gosh I just the mathematical improbability of losing 18 straight baseball games just that alone uh, I think like Phil tweeted out that it was like one in two billion or something like that. It's just, it's It's amazing. I mean, if you're going to either be historically good or something at at the very end of that spectrum, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's, it's been euphoric as twins fans just to, to finally have this It's so long overdue. It shouldn't be this hard to win win a single playoff game. And speaking of finally having things, the Vikings finally have their first win of the season. It was against a really bad team, and it was very unconvincing, but they got a win, and now they can build towards that Super Bowl that is going to inevitably happen. (laughs) It's happening. Hashtag, it's happening. It's happening with the Twins. It's happening with the Vikings. It's happening for everyone. Guys, I've been dying to talk to you about this, and now that we are talking on a Thursday rather than maybe like a Tuesday or Wednesday like we typically would aim for, um, we have more knowledge. We have in this case for the Vikings, the longest list of a injury, like injury report that I've seen in a long time. These guys are banged up. And if there couldn't be a worse time for it, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, possibly Taylor Swift are coming to town. There's going to be pure bedlam in downtown Minneapolis this weekend. And I'm not, I'm not confident in the purple. Uh you know, Jason and I was talking about this just yesterday, right? Talking okay. about mm-hmm. you know, the potential confidence in this game. The Chiefs don't look great right now. We mean they don't look great. Like, you know, they 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 look at the last game against the Jets. They looked okay, true. Yes, yes. Suspect. You know, mm-hmm. Zach Wilson yes. was out there willing and dealing against that defense. And <laughs> you know, the Chiefs got away, in my opinion, with some weird calls late in game, which they kind of get often. <clears throat> but we'll talk about that another day. Um so, I mean, they, they're still the Chiefs, though. They're still the Chiefs. It's still Patrick Mahomes. It's still Travis Kelsey. Um, you know, you still got, you know, Chris Jones on that defensive line. So, it's, it's going to be a battle. And, you know, the Vikings, like you just said, 
They should have blown this team out. They're still turning the ball over at a rapid yeah. rate. It's unbelievable to see the amount of turnovers that are being racked up every single week. Now, I am happy with the defense. The defense did show up. The defense did play well. You know, Bryce Young, time. you know, wish him the best going forward. But, he, you know, got sacked five times in the game. I like how the defensive line, you know, got home, you know, limited them to 13 points. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, man, like they – it's a win, Jason. <laughs> it's a win. Any given Sunday. Win. Let's go. Put them up. Yeah. Uh, we. I mean, you're 0 3. You got to take what you eat, what you can get, right? Yeah. And the really encouraging thing to me um, is that that was so far the epitome of Brian Flores' defense against the Carolina Panthers. Harrison Smith. I mean, for a 34 year old, that was arguably the best game of his career. Uh, got the strip sack that got Wanham to take it to the house on that defensive touchdown. I believe he had – was he on the sack of the final play of the game as well, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. Just at, This was just a dominant performance by the defense. Um, and, and especially it was encouraging me because it was in the second half of the game. It was a little, maybe a little leaky in the first half, but still, I mean, Bryce Young just – Bryce Young seems – he needs a lot of work. Um, I know that he's dealing with an ankle injury, but it seems like mechanically there's still some things that maybe uh, he needs to develop, and he's got plenty of time to do that. And the running game for Carolina really was hardly inspired. Uh, Miles Sanders, former Eagle, he, he was there, uh, but he, he's been splitting time mostly with Chuba Hubbard. Uh, now, for the most part, Adam Thielen cooked a little bit. Ad- Adam Thielen got his a little bit. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a definitive revenge game, but he still was able uh, to get a little bit against us. Um, but yeah, I-, I expect us to. Well, I mean, you might be asking for trouble if you do this. Um, obviously, the Vikings love blitzing. But uh, from the stats that I've read and everything like that, Patrick Mahomes also loves it when teams blitz against him. Short throws. Um, that's the kind of a place where Travis Kelsey really feasts. If you blitz, bring all the linebackers in potentially. I mean, Travis Kelsey is going to be sitting right in the middle of the field, 10 yards, and that's where he uh, gets most of everything. But like Arda said, we were talking uh, yesterday a little bit. I'm, I'm feeling a little confident just because the Chiefs just do look a little bit shaky. I mean, sure, you, you're not going to expect Mahomes to turn over the ball like he did against the Jets, and that was the best pass defense that the Chiefs have played all season, so you got to give the Jets a little bit of credit. Um, but, and, and Pacheco's really good, too. But, the, man, they still can't establish a wide receiver, though. They yeah. s- just can't establish a single guy. Kadarius Tony has fallen off a complete cliff. Uh, Sky Moore has flashed a little bit, but nothing consistent enough. And I know that, I mean, we're dealing with a core, a secondary core for the Minnesota Vikings. That's 31st in the NFL right now. So, you know, it doesn't really matter which team you go up against, whether they got a strong wide receiver core or not. This is a very susceptible defense. But if the Vikings cornerbacks can really kind of shake off the dust a little bit, um, this may be a wide receiver group that they can do it against. Because if you can get... Mahomes really just rely on Kelsey on the running game. Um, you know, you can probably ex- maybe expect some decent PFF scores, which, um, you know, Vikings corners at this point really need. But, yeah, the, the Chiefs look shaky. That Jaguars game as well, they did not play well against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, they they blew out the Chicago Bears, but you know what? Everybody seems to be doing that these days. But <laughs> um, not going to say yet my prediction, obviously, but, I mean, the, the, the Vikings, I think, have a, actually a pretty decent chance that more people are given them. See, I hear what you guys are saying, but after but. a rough game like that, do you think Patrick Mahomes wants to almost 
possibly lose to the Jets and then almost and and then go in and have another like bad game against the Vikings. Right. He's right. going to be Mahomes on steroids, not literally, but possibly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, test him. Test him before the game. He's, right. he's going to be on a different level. He's going to be locked in. Um, they, like they're on the road, so it's already going to be. You know, he he's already. We, we saw th- in, uh, through quarterback. Like this guy is an animal. As soon as he gets in the facility, he's got this like alpha dog mindset. So he's gonna go want to go out there and be like, I'm I'm gonna kill these guys. We're gonna stab them in the heart. I'm 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 the alpha male. Like I am the assassin. And he's shown that in his career. And so when he has a not great, like a mediocre game, he's going to immediately bounce back. And I think he's gonna take it to another notch. Um, and same thing with this uh with this uh or this Vikings offense. I think they're going to have a little bit of tr- uh, trouble with uh, the with the defense of Kansas City, uh, just because they're going to want. They just gave up that many points to Zach Wilson, right? They made it. They let them make it a game. They're not going to want to do that against the Vikings because Kirk Cousins is more than capable of throwing the ball, slinging it to whether it's Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, who, to my knowledge, I don't think he he didn't catch a pass last weekend. One he? target, one yeah, target. That was which odd. I was going to bring up. But uh, and then TJ Hawkinson as well. I mean, the ground game now, I will say it, I will give them credit because uh, that combo Cam Akers was a very refreshing change of pace. Yeah, he looked smooth. Yeah, yeah. like he, I think his vision maybe is what separates him from Alexander Madison. And I do want to give this more time. Obviously, I don't want to just immediately say that I, I'm not going to make the, the take of I think Cam Akers should be the lead back. I don't think that. But I think you're going to see that continue to level out to where eventually it's almost going to be that 50-50 split and nobody's going to be that bell cow guy. But from what I saw, the vision from Cam Akers to immediately recognize a hole, whereas I think Alexander Madison, it's this is not saying he's like, it's better than me, what I would have. But for the elite NFL running back, Cam Akers seems to have a little bit better decision-making in the moment where it's a, it's a split second. And sometimes that's what you need. That split second of here's the hole, my my body weight's already shifting. My step is already in place. I'm halfway through. And then that half second of a step is what allows you to slip through uh, a D tackles hands or not. So I think cam Akers was a great change of pace. Um, and I liked what I saw from him in game one. Um, it, it's, I, I, I just don't feel as confident as you guys do. I just don't. I haven't made my prediction yet, sir. <laughs> I, didn't see yeah, but I did project. Confident. I was just saying that, you know, me and Jason was having a conversation that the Chiefs, you know, if there's any time to catch them now might be the best time because it's early in the season. They're coming up kind of a rough game, you know. Kirk Cousins also had, you know, kind of a rough game by his standards. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. 139 yards, you know, only 12 completions. I mean, they didn't win because of him. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. defense for the first time in a long time, I feel like <laughs> kind of carried them to a win. You know, he threw two interceptions. I had a 37.2 QBR in that football game. So I – I understand from that standpoint that the Vikings could also be due for a bounce back game offensively. You talked about Jordan Addison. I, I just, I just don't. We talked about this in the offseason. I am not targeting out. Now, granted, you know, KJ Osborne only had one reception as well, but I am not right. targeting anybody besides Justin Jefferson and maybe TJ Hawkinson over Jordan Addison. He's a stud. He needs to be more involved in the offense on a Day to not day to day, but game to game basis. Like he just needs to be more involved. Um, and I think he will be this upcoming Sunday. So I could see 
I'll put it like this, AJ. I'm not yeah. going to give my prediction just yet, but what I, but what I will say is I don't think the Chiefs, even on a bounce-back game, given the fact that the Vikings also had a rough game offensively, will if they win, I don't think they blow the Vikings out, especially mm-hmm. after. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think even if Patrick has one of those like Patrick Mahomes like games where he puts up 31 points, I could see a world where Kirk Cousins also catch fire and puts up 27, 28, or surpasses him and puts up 33 points without giving my answer yet. You know what I mean? Like I could mm-hmm. see that because I think Kirk is not he he's he's not Patrick Mahomes, but I think he can bounce back too. And I think he's looking to bounce back as well. And this is I feel like one and three, you have an opportunity to move up to two and three. Kind of an early season, as crazy as it sounds, was still a losing record. Kind of an early season statement game for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Doing this game, it could kind of change five for the season. Oh, it changes everything. I think it changes yeah. everything. It, it changes the momentum. It changed. It changes how the players feel in that locker room. You just took down potentially the defending champions. You know, everybody for the Chiefs is healthy for the most part. The Vikings mm-hmm. obviously are banged up. So, you know, there's obviously the thought of, hey, if we're fully healthy, who knows, you know, what the limit is, what the, you know, the sky's the limit for this football team. So, you know, I, I think I think this is going to be a very interesting game to watch. I think it's going to be similar to the the uh, Chargers game where it would be a shootout. I know the Chiefs defense is surprisingly, shockingly better this year than it have been in years past. But I still don't believe in that defense against this offense. When this offense is clicking on all cylinders and last thing I'll say before I pitch it to one of you guys. Mm-hmm. They are due for one game. Just one game, fellas. Not going to happen. Not one happen. game where they Not don't turn the ball over. No. Just no, no, one. No, 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 no. Just their no. due, bro. It has to Not happen, this team. bro. It has to happen at some point that they don't <laughs> turn the ball over via fumble, via interception. It has to happen at least once. I just want one where they don't turn it over in the red zone. Oh, my Stop. God. God forbid. Stop it. Every game. Every four, game. Four Every red game. zone turnovers. Stop yeah. giving the ball away there. If, it's just ridiculous. You you cannot be – also, that 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 pick six was pure comedy. <laughs> it was a bad I'll give Kirk. Throw. I'll give Kirk – yeah. I'll give Kirk credit for taking the angle, but he got just absolutely destroyed. On in a contract, <laughs> dude, which was wild. Hey, you know what? You got to win. Yeah, just just a crazy play that was. But uh, mm. yeah, stop turning the ball over in the red zone. That is that is literally seven points. Yeah, you need that. You're gonna need it this weekend. You can't you can't be giving away points against the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. That's so if no, there's yeah. gonna be a weekend they figure it out. It better be this one. Exactly. Yeah. Took the words right out of my mouth right there. Yeah, you're done for. I th- I think if you even pull, turn the ball over one time against Kansas City, I just think. Man, good luck. I think they take advantage of pretty much every opportunity they can. They're not perfect by any means, but it's just, I mean, you're going up against Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he he is the absolute best of the best. Um, I am encouraged, though, a little bit, guys, because it seems like even though, like AJ mentioned, the injury report is very long, not only for the Vikings, but also for the Kansas City Chiefs. We seem to be maybe getting some guys back. Um, looks like Garrett Bradbury was a full participant in practice today as we're recording this on Thursday, October 5th, which I think has been the key issue, really, of just... Any criticism with the Vikings offensive line, um, you know, I think his absence has 
really have a negative impact on Ed Ingram and Ezra Cleveland. Austin Schlotman is doing a serviceable job, but we really need Garrett Bradbury back. And for him to get in a full, not just a limited, a full participant practice today, I think it is huge. Uh, looks like Lewis is coming back as well. Uh, Brian Asamoah. Brian Asamoah has been very absent, guys. Um, he's been on the field a little bit, but in terms of like playmaking, that was a guy that I thought really was going to um, solidify at least optimism about a youthful uh, core in the linebacker position this season. And so far, that just really uh, hasn't really uh, worked out too much. But uh, for the most part, and also um, even though um, uh, Jordan Hicks, Brian O'Neill, and Harrison Smith were DNPs on Wednesday, looks like those were just rest-related. Nothing to do with injury, just some veteran rest day. I mean, uh, obviously, Harrison Smith deserves one um, more than anybody else. But again, another reason I'm feeling a little optimistic about the Minnesota Vikings in this game is because we're starting to finally get a little bit healthy. Lewis Seen also seems to be um, getting healthy, too, even though obviously he is he's he's pretty far down on the jump chart now. I mean, he's even past Josh Metellus. Um, I unfortunately, I don't see that really maybe changing throughout the season. I think Lewis Seen is pretty much locked into his position where he is at this point, unless obviously injuries or something happened, but uh, yeah, this there. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm looking at the, uh, the injury report for Kansas city too. Um, really the only one is, is Chris Jones, but he was a full participant uh, today yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. He, he is going to play um, George Carl uh, Aftis too. Apparently he was on the injury report, but full. Oh, oh, oh wait, Legere Sneed. Okay. I mean, he's the main corner uh, for Kansas city. If he, if he's banged up just a little bit, I mean, Justin Jefferson could have another big game. Um, Justin should have a big game with him on the field or not. No, honestly. This no, is true. This is, no, 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 this is true. He's got, no, he's got nothing for JJ, bro. That's, no, I know. It's just I'm, wait, I'm waiting. No, yeah, I'm just waiting for just the the floor to finally happen with JJ because eventually he's going to have a game with less, like, that's not just like 150 yards, you know what I mean? I'm just kind of curious. When is that going to happen? I don't. I don't really anticipate that happening with the Kansas City Chiefs uh, here in town. I mean, this past game, he only had 80, 85 yards. So right. you could say he's right. due for another that one. That might be it. Yeah, you might be right. Maybe the 85 is the floor. Yeah. And and maybe, you know, hey, against the Chiefs, he's going to probably have to go for 150. But again, Addison, let's yes. get the ball to yeah. – like, I just – he really – he reminds me, and I – People don't crucify me in the comment section, okay, when I bring this name up because he's an eagle. But give me a second. Let me make the comparison here. He reminds me in a way of Devontae Smith. He's a really good route runner. He's a speedster. Um, He just finds ways to get open. He has a similar kind of body type, um, kind of like herky-jerky, almost like Devontae Smith as well. Get him the football, bro. <laughs> like, get on the ball. I, and, yeah. and not just on, like, deep routes and deep posts, like, you know, Hit him on a couple slants, hit him on a, a couple ins and outs, and you know, allow him to, you know, get some yak and get more involved in the football game. Now opens up the field so much more. But if you're targeting JJ and TJ the whole time, and then the third option is KJ Osborne, no shade towards KJ Osborne. But he's not your receiver, too. This we talked, we talked about this before this yeah. season. I said, okay, it's fine. He's number two on the dev chart, not trying to think too much of it. But when the season starts, that ball needs to go to Jordan Addison. Because he's the guy at number two right now. He's the guy that's really going to open the field. He's the guy who defenses don't have a ton of film on. So he's going he's gonna to scare defense more than K.J. Osborne at this point in his career. He's young. He's fast. Got a lot of talent. So I say all that to say 
even if JJ doesn't go for 150, 130, even though I kind of think he will on this defense. No, honestly, I don't think they have any answers. I think Jordan Addison could easily go for 85 to 100 on this defense as well. Is it weird that the conversation with with Justin Jefferson is that like his average game, like we're expecting 120. That's like an average day. (laughs) It's status. It's so weird. It's crazy. Like he, I think, I think he was under a hundred last week or he had like 95 yards or whatever and touchdown too. Yeah. And so, you know, fantasy owners or managers are probably like, you know, Hey, (laughs) thanks for saving it. But like, it's just such a crazy thing where you get 90. It's like, Hmm, did he have a bad day? I'm not sure. No, he had a fantastic day. You know, he was, he was still Justin Jefferson and he had a touchdown taken away because of a hold. I want to say, um, yes. So I mean he's sense. he's just a monster. But the, the thing is in that this is not like a groundbreaking thought or anything, but he's going to have a worse day if the offense is doing better in a sense. Not all mm-hmm. the time, that but like his stat his statistical day is going to probably look worse because that means Jordan Addison's going to have that deep threat uh bomb that Kirk airs and you know probably hits him in the hands with or TJ Hawkinson they're finally utilizing the number one uh, paid tight end in the league. And he's coming across the middle and he's picking up those eight yards on a, on a crossing route or whatever. Um, it, you got to watch the game is what I'm saying. It's one of those, like yeah. it's been the Kirk cousins discussion, I think for four years now, which is, yeah. you know, he had a really great game. Well, did he? he sure. He had 300 yards and three touchdowns, but look at like the throws and stuff in the game. Um, it's one of those things. You just got to watch the game. So uh, to everybody that maybe I, I did see like, oh, JJ lost a step this, you know, no, he's fine. Everybody's good. No. Yeah. And no. he's, and he was due for like Jason said, he was due for kind of like a, if, if people considered that a down game, yeah. Again, he had yeah. For 85 yeah. Yards. If people consider that a down game. He was due for a game where he didn't go for hundred yards. And at some point defenses, and I'm not saying the Cardinal or the, not the Cardinals, the Panthers defense is amazing, but at some point he's going to get more defense or he's, he's going to get more double teams. He's going to get, you know, bracket yep. coverage. He's going to get, you know, mm-hmm. the best corner. So he's not going to go crazy every single game, just most games, right? <laughs> most games he's probably going to get over a hundred yards. He's probably going to finish probably close to, th- uh, to two uh, thousand yards on the season again. Cause he's on, I think he's still on pace for it. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, him, him, and Puka Nakua, who could have uh, expected that to happen? That guy is just amazing, nowhere. and he has a fantastic name, and he makes us forget about who Cooper Cup is. You know I what I mean? I'm that. just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> he's, for, he is nice though. He's yeah, nice. he's filled in perfectly for that team with Cooper. I mean, they definitely. I don't think they expected uh, that to happen at all. Oh uh, wow. yeah. Um, I'm guessing TJ too. TJ Hawkinson in this game is definitely going to want to perform as well, because now that he is the highest paid tight end in the league, he's going to want to show out against the best tight end in the league. And like we've already touched a ton on the wide receiver, too. I am getting a little concerned that we're getting into this point in the season. We're four games in and we really don't have an established wide receiver, too. I don't think that Jordan Addison has done enough to separate himself from K.J. Osborne or vice versa to really be like. I don't think he gets not to interrupt. I'm sorry, but he doesn't he doesn't get enough opportunities within the offense. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think Jordan is better than K.J. It's just. 
there hasn't been enough production from either one of them to say definitively who wide receiver two is. I think KJ still is wide receiver two on the depth chart. What yeah. I really want to see from Jordan in this game, if possible, is like a six or seven yard reception game for like 100 yards. You know what I mean? I want to see variety with him because really only with Jordan we've got are these deep touchdowns so far yeah. i want to i want to see honestly what he can do in other aspects um um as a wide receiver because really the only action we've gotten with him are these deep shots which are great don't get me wrong please keep doing those but if he is really going to some uh some plan himself uh, or uh insert himself as wide receiver two of this team we got to see more of you know his route running ability and just what he can do um but I mean, still, it's it's really encouraging that he he he's been able to do everything up to this point. Obviously, he's not putting up like Puka Nakua and Zay Flowers numbers. Which, by the way, I said like in a podcast a long time ago that I thought Zay Flowers was going to be the worst out of the four wide receivers that the Vikings took with Jordan Addison in this run. Um, shush, 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 shush. I'm gonna zip my lips on that one because he he it finally looks like finally looks like that the Ravens drafted well a receiver for uh, Lamar Jackson. But yeah. this, is, but that we're not talking about the Baltimore Ravens. We're talking about the Minnesota Vikings. And Taylor Swift might be in town. I don't know why we haven't called the Chiefs the Swifties up to this point. Um, I, I, I wonder if she's going to be here. I really do. Uh, there's obviously there's a bunch of swirling on social media about like, oh, she's not going to be here. She's got like some kind of. Well, she's got her movie coming out coming out. I think maybe like this week and or next week, and so she might be like. Promoting her movie, all, but just a, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. It doesn't. But guys, it doesn't really matter if Taylor's here or not. Here's the problem, though. Jim Nance and Tony Romo are calling the game for CBS. Hello, friends. Oh god. Uh, it's been over ten years since Jim Nance has called a Minnesota Vikings win in which he has broadcast a game. It was oh. back on like September of 2013. Where Jim Nance and the lead CBS, because obviously he's been the lead CBS guy for so long. It's been over 10 years. And I believe, I feel like every year the Vikings get a Jim Nance and uh, Tony Romo or whoever is color commentator. I feel like we always get that like one late afternoon CBS game a year. And I think this is the one, but I don't, I don't know, guys. I, I feel like I've been talking optimistically about the Vikings, but simply because Jim Nance is in town, not Taylor Swift, we might be doomed. <laughs> no, more so like. Tony Romo. Oh my gosh, the most beautiful five yard pass we've ever seen. Did you see? All right, Jim. All right, Jim. It's coming right here. <laughs> my, my favorite is the slow mo, and it's like a close play. Like, did he get in the end zone? And it's just silence, and then it's just him, and it's. What? Oh my god! I, I don't mind Tony. I, I get it. Like he's not no, he's for everybody, but like, well, I, I mean, when he first came on the scene and was predicting plays, that was really cool. But that kind of just kind of got old, and I think other color commentators started doing that too. But he, he's fun. He's yeah, fun. He's cool. I'm uh, just you know, I gotta poke fun. You know, he's a, he's an ex cowboy, so I, I just, this is I, true. I just have to. This is true. But shall we dive into predictions, fellas? I, I'm okay I with that so. if you guys are. I've had Let's plenty of time to think about it here. I think as a um, part of our predictions, we should also predict if Taylor Swift will be there or not. That should be an extra fair. thing added fair. to the prediction. Maybe okay. not added to our record, but just added to like this team wins, this is why, and Taylor Swift will or will not be there. Okay. Well, Artis, it was your idea. Would you like to start us off? Sure. I'll kick it <laughs> off. Kick it off. <laughs> this is what I will say. I think, like I said earlier, I think this is going to be – a close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout on either end because I feel like both offenses are due for a bounce back game. 
Um, I like what I saw out of the Vikings defense this past week, but again, they're going up against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Um, so it will be a tougher matchup. So I see it being more so of a shootout similar to the um, Chargers game. If they can manage to not turn the ball over, <laughs> I think they have a really good shot at potentially upsetting the Chiefs. I think there is a chance there. I think there is a possibility. If Zach Wilson can give that defense a hard time, I want to believe that Kirk Cousins coming off of a week where he threw for 139 yards and before that he was on pace for like five, 6,000 passing yards on the season can come off that game, off a bad game, and have a really good game. So um, I do think it'll be a shootout. I think it'll be a great football game. I think this is a game that, you know, everybody's throwing their best shot at the Chiefs. I think this is a game that the Vikings get up for. I think if they can win this game, again, it changes the momentum of the season. Um, I think it comes down to a final drive and probably a game-winning field goal by the Chiefs. <laughs> no. I still think the Chiefs get it done. Like, I just – I I, I kind of – after me and Jason had a conversation yesterday, I went back and forth, back and forth. But I bet against Patrick Mahomes before. I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go with the Ouch. Chiefs in this football game. I'll say a final score of – I really think it will be high scoring. So I'll say 35 – no, no, no. I'll say 34-31 Chiefs. Nice. All right, all right. And uh, Taylor and? Swift will not be there. No Swift. No, no Taylor Swift. Swift. Okay. All right. No fake. Um, I, I think the Chiefs are going to win this one. And I know that the Vikings are, surprisingly to me, only three and a half point dogs as of this moment here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a little too small. I'm not saying they're going to get blown out or anything, but I think it's going to be a, a smidge more than that. Um, I, I, I just am too confident that the Kelsey Mahomes connection is going to be too much. Like I know Kadarius Tony could drop 20 passes, but it's like it's just it's Patrick Mahomes I don't want to bet against him I think I think he's gonna come out on top I'm gonna say Chiefs 30 Vikings 24 that's fair all right like it's not gonna be a blow it's gonna be a closer contest than I was maybe thinking earlier in the week and then Taylor Swift she was just here somewhat recently over the summer I want to say so she knows the area Mm -hmm. and her movie is coming out soon. If you think for a second, a second that she's going to miss this game, you are outside of your mind. The promotional press. Oh my God. She could have, she could have pneumonia. She could have one of those deathly. What, what, what you ever play the Oregon trail, Oregon trail where I haven't like third since like third grade on school computers. What is there? There's one. That there was one disease that everybody always got dysentery. Dysentery. She yeah. can have dysentery. <laughs> it would not matter. She would Dervy. be in a booth with whoever. I'd like who. The real question is what notable like Josh Dumel. He's kind yeah. of he's oh yeah oh yeah local celebrity. It's not whether or not yeah. she's going to be there. It's going to be who is going to be with her. She Ooh, will be in the building yeah. at U.S. Bank Stadium. Vikings lose thirty to twenty-four. <laughs> Taylor Swift in the building. Yeah, no, local celebrities. Because, like, in New York, I mean, she was with, like, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh uh-huh. Jackman and, and Blake Lively. And those are all, I mean, those are super-duper-duper stars. Local people. Josh Jumel, definitely, if there was, like, a, a odds of, like, who would be in the booth with Taylor Swift, Josh Jumel is definitely number. Even if he's a North Dakota kid, we still kind of adopted him as Minnesotan. 
Um, There's no reason f- if Bob why Dylan it, ever wants to come out of hiding. He, I mean, that would be a, an amazing, but doubt it. I don't know why um, I'm thinking this, but I'm going to bet Dax Shepard and C- Kristen Bell or Kirsten. Are they Bell. local? No, but th- that's why. Like, I don't know why, but that's where my <laughs> mind goes to. Like, that's that. They seem like a couple oh. that are like, you know, hey, we're going to get away from the kids because we're quirky and relatable. So we're going to go hang out with Taylor Swift like every other parents do. Yeah. I'm Anna. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, right, man, Jason, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm curious. Like, maybe there's like concerts in town too. I don't know, like, what concerts are in town this weekend. Maybe there would be local musicians. But oh my gosh, that's an even more per- perplexing thought of who might be in the booth with Taylor, <laughs> as opposed to if she's going to be in the booth at all. Um, I'm with AJ. I think uh, Taylor will be in attendance. I'm a, I'm a huge movie buff, and this film has already achieved more than a hundred million dollars in pre-sales. With- which is like one of the greatest of all time. It's right up there with like Avengers movies, like Infinity War and Endgame, which obviously are like the biggest Avengers movies. So like as a film buff, I respect the absolute hell that this money is going to make. It's an IMAX screens and everything. I might even go myself. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think she's going to be there just because, yeah, there, like you mentioned, there's going to be a whole bunch of promotions for this kind of thing. And the NFL already asked all of its broadcast partners if they would run ads for her movie for free. A couple of them said, uh, no, 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 you, you pay us. But a couple of them like actually said, no, yeah, okay, we'll do it just because we'll get the publicity and everything and the dollars will come from there. So I think she'll be there even if, you know, I don't. I don't know how much of a legit relationship her and Travis Kelsey are in. And again, it is very um, uh, uh, the timing is unique of this because uh, her movie is coming out and like partnering maybe with the NFL could help promote. It. I don't know. Anyway, I hope they find love and are very happy together. Uh, but yeah, I think she'll be there. But anyway, uh, what, am I supposed to also give a prediction f- score for the game? You, okay, yeah, sure. No problem. Um, okay, here, here's the issue that we've had with our predictions so far, gentlemen. We, we've all picked the same team through four weeks so far. Uh, we we got to fix that. And There's I've been no optimistic way. about this Minnesota Vikings team. I didn't like what I saw with the Kansas City Chiefs against the New York Jets. I'm going to predict... Goal! Taylor Swift's going to be doing skull chance by the end of this game, baby. A 29-26 victory for your Minnesota Vikings over the Kansas City Swifties. And this, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, changes the season. We beat the Chiefs. We're going to beat the Bears afterwards. Then it's game on against the San Francisco 49ers. Let's go. Let's get the season back on the schneid. I'm inspired by my Minnesota Twins. Let's do it, baby. Come on. Let's go. 29-26. Skull. That. Anyway, I'm, is my camera like, out of focus again, or what's going on? Okay, no, we're good. All right, I'm like, cool. I'm like, so. cry. That is that oh. is unbelievable. Thank you, artist. Hey, congrats on congrats, congrats on having the same record as me next week because we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> we can't win, keep but. doing this. It's just oh. it's bothering me more than our listeners. It's just we got to fix this. So yeah, we got we got to break the cycle. Oh, yeah, the cycle. All right. So uh, anyway, uh, gentlemen, a lively show as always. We'll be back next week, of course, to break down the Kansas City Chiefs game, uh, preview Chicago Bears, and also break down anything that happens with the Minnesota Twins. By the way, the Timberwolves played their first game today on uh, victory against the Dallas Mavericks in Abu Dhabi, I believe. They're over there doing a NBA um, Middle East kind of thing or something like that. So gentlemen... Yeah, you gotta promote the league. It's great, and that's honestly like out of bucket list places to go. Abu Dhabi. It looks absolutely insane. I don't think I'll ever be rich enough to ever go, but I love to fly an Emirates plane there and like uh, go on that tower that's like the tallest in the world or whatever. All right, uh, gentlemen, any final thoughts before we uh, wrap up Taxi Squad for the week? Nothing I can think of other than I'm wishing the Twins the best, man. I'm watching. 
I am watching, man. This yes. is very intriguing. This is very fun to, to, to see and watch. So any moment I can catch, I will try to catch. Go Twins. I'm going to say that if the, if the Twins – if they can win two games – that's a that's a win for fans. Like I obviously I think Seriously. I think I think Minnesota Twins fans are probably like set now. Mm-hmm. Dream big. <laughs> I'm encouraging you to dream big. Real quick, not to answer up your last words, but what? if you had to put a percentage on the possibility, you know where I'm going. The possibility <laughs> that they get to the World Series. What will be your percentage? Just just get to the world, not win. Just get there. Okay. I saw this was actually posted. I saw like some website already like post like the like the probabilities. I think the Twins out of all the four American League teams actually have the second best odds behind Houston, who they're facing. So they think that the Twins have a better chance than the Ast- or than the Orioles and the Rangers, whoever comes out of that. So I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, this pitching staff is good, guys. This is the best pitching staff the Twins have had going into a postseason uh, in my fandom, at least since 2006. That Liriano Santana one-two punch was pretty deadly, too. But, like, this bullpen is pretty dang good, too. I don't know, artists. Like, I, I guess, oh, 35, 40%? Somewhere in there, 35, 40%? To make, to make the World Series? I'm not even kidding. That was the I, that, I swear I saw something online that that was the percentage. The Astros had, like, in the 40s, but the, but the Orioles and the Rangers were, like, lower than that. I don't think, like, a lot lower, like 31 and, like, 27%. But I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. I should have oh. this up. I wish I could sound more uh, legitimate than I am, but so I'm looking at fan graphs right. I'm looking at fan graphs right now, and they're giving the Astros a 56.8 percent chance of winning uh, the divisional series against the Twins. Okay, I I think it's lower than that. I'm going to say like, it probably is. It's high. It's it's 39.2. Okay. Okay. 39.2. Okay. I think if they played the series ten times, a hundred times, or whatever. The twins win about forty-ish percent, but just under. You know what I'm saying? So, I the Astros is, they they have their they have their pitching like set up, all set to go. And yeah. the Twins obviously have that. The, the, the real question is because I haven't heard about it. How important? How severe is the blister slash cut or whatever on Grant's finger? Because if they can't close out a game, it doesn't matter how good it was in the first eight innings. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Not that yeah, thankfully it was able to stay in the game. I mean, I yeah, think that looked, was the most I mean, encouraging looked, thing. Looked. And he and he just, I mean, looked like the Blue Jays had given up. They had some really feeble swings. Man, I know it's hundred miles per hour, but even the lat, like last batter, just like it, he just didn't seem to care at this point. I would they just love want to, be to go play wrong, hockey. Though. That's my last thought. I would love to be proven wrong. I would love to see the Twins advance because that'd be yeah. tremendous. Just tremendous content. The content. Think the about contents. Content. Think about um, Taxi Squad, ladies and gentlemen. All the numbers we'll receive from a Twins postseason run. But, Seriously, uh, yeah, yeah, it would be great. And it's unfathomable. I'm a Twins fan, and this the, the, we are in uncharted territory as far as I'm concerned. So this is gravy on top of the mashed potatoes. You know what I mean? So I, I'm good with that. Uh, gentlemen, I, it, really, really well, quick, yes. and I know that we, we only record once a week, but if you are a Twins fanatic out there and you want daily Twins content, Mackie, Judd, Declan, they do the Twins, yes. uh, the Score North Twins show every single day, wherever you find your podcast and on YouTube um, every day. Go ahead and check that out as well. Yes, please, and thank you. Well, thank you again, everyone, for joining us for another lively episode of the Score North Taxi Squad. You can listen to us on scorenorth.com, Apple, Spotify. If you want to see our lovely faces and see my camera go out of focus, you can check us out on YouTube and pretty much everywhere you get your part up.
podcast podcast anyway got to wrap up this show my name is jason stormer that's artist woods that's aj frederickson we will talk to you next time on another lovely episode of the taxi squad take care bye-bye